What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the checkup with Chris Bolton. It's your boy Chris Bolton back at it again, man. On this Tuesday afternoon, election day. Hope everybody's doing all right out there. Um, it's gonna be a crazy day. A lot, a lot of traffic. Uh, you know, it's a, uh, it's gonna be a historic day. It's this is a big election. Um, we'll see how things pan out. Make sure, you know, you go out there and you voting, you be safe, do what you got to do. And, uh, yes, that's it, man. It's, it's a big day. It's going to be a, a, a very crazy, interesting day with this podcast, uh, coming back with y'all continuing the rest of my mock draft, just breaking down the rest of the picks and then. Not to get too far ahead of myself, but also in the coming episodes, got some great guests coming by. Should be real fun. It's going to be real fun. Got some really great people to talk, uh, NBA draft talk as we get ready for draft day in a couple weeks. We're getting closer. We're getting there. So it's going to be real fun. It's going to be real fun. But um, back with this episode, though, the last time we talked, I left off at pick number 14. And so with pick 15, it's the Orlando Magic. And when you look at the Magic, they they need shooting, man. They they they're right there, just one of those teams that's right there at the, the cusp of either making or missing out in the playoffs. They need some some talent infusion. They made a move to, to bring in Markel Fultz. He's a he's been a great slasher, great in transition and on the break. But the shot hasn't come there yet. Uh, we'll see if it ever comes. And they they just need some more guard help. They need some more guards. They have plenty of long, lanky forwards. They need some more perimeter play. Have Evan Fournier. They need a they need a dynamic point guard to go along with this group, with this roster. Which is why I have them taking Cole Anthony. Now, there's several guys that could be available at this point. They might be able to pick up. I have Kyra Lewis getting taken right before um, this in the previous pick. But Kyra Lewis, he's dynamic. Someone who's a Braden transition as well, brings speed to the table and has some uh, playmaking abilities when it comes to running the point in the half court set and getting to the rack and giving guys open looks based off the speed he brings to the table. Tyrell Terry is another possibility here, another dynamic player in his own right when it comes to his ability to shoot, ability to create his own shot and uh play out of the pick and roll set himself so he's a dynamic player and Cole Anthony I think he's the pick right here he kind of brings a mixture of both guys um with Cole's ability to shoot he didn't shoot a great percentage in college at North Carolina but I think it was more about the fact of the type of team he was on than is an indictment on them uh on the player himself North Carolina 
didn't have anybody on, else on that team that could really shoot. So a lot of times Cole settled for having to, to shoot himself. Um, so yeah, Cole is a, a great shooter, a very good shooter. He, he was that man in high school. In Oak Hill, he tore it up. Uh, he also suffered an injury in college with his meniscus. So we really didn't get we didn't get a chance to see the real true Cole Anthony. I'm still high on him. I'm still having stock on Cole Anthony. I, I saw the player he was at Oak Hill. And you know, at worst, I think he could be a microwave score off the bench for a team. He could it could settle into being like an Austin Rivers type of player. But if he hits his ceiling, if it all comes together. He could be a great pick, a great player. He could be a, a all-star level type of player. I mean, he was. there's a reason he was as hyped up coming out of high school out of Oak Hill as he was. And it's because of the talent he possesses. So I had to imagine taking Cole Anthony. Pick 16, Sadiq Bay. It's like a match made in heaven for Portland. They can pick up Sadiq Bay. They need someone come in, play great defense in that forward spot. Sadiq Bay can do that. A very good defender, great defender, can play, can defend at the three and the four. Great size, great shooting ability, shot 40% from three. Come in and with, you know, can be a catch and shoot guy for them. A great two-way player. And, you know, just a guy who doesn't have to have the ball to, to have an impact on the game, which is the kind of player you need surrounding Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. Those guys are going to demand the ball most of the time. Sadiq doesn't have to have the ball in his hands to be effective. So he plays off of those guys well. And like I said, he's a long defender. Those are two, you know, smaller guards. So you need length. You need size when it comes to the forward spot. And that's what Sadiq brings to the table. Pick 17. I have Patrick Williams going to the Minnesota Timberwolves. I really would like to see this happen. Not sure if it is going to happen. Because there's been you know a lot of talk about Minnesota trying to win right now. But they could pick up uh, Patrick Williams. I think he could, and they bring him along the way I would like to see them. I think he could be another player that pans out to be a, a surprise great player. Um, he's someone that I think is going to take time. I think it's going to take three to four years before you really see what he can be if he's brought up along in the right system. I think if he needs to be utilized kind of like how Draymond was with Golden State. He's someone that Draymond didn't know if, you know, should we play him at the three or the four? He ends up settling in at the four. And with his length, his long arms, his defensive instincts, his passing prowess has blossomed there at Golden State. And I think Patrick could be the same way in Minnesota. They need a defensive four because Cat is not a great, he's not a defensive anchor. He's not a, He's not a good defensive player. He, he's your offensive guy. He can get boards, but he's not out there to play defense. He's not clamping up anything down low in the post. But Patrick can bring good. Uh, he has good defensive instincts. He can bring good help side defense. And with this length, you know, he's gonna he's gonna be a he could be a very good defender when it comes to even switching on to guards and stuff. He can, he has to continue to work on his lateral quickness, but the tools are there for him to be. Uh, very good defensive player in this league. And he's showcased the ability to pass on the short pick and roll. Um, so I see, I think for him to be his very best, he should be brought up in a way like Draymond and utilized like that. And I think Minnesota could be a good uh, 
landing spot for him to do that. Pick 18. One of my favorite picks of this draft, this happens, is RJ Hampton going to the Dallas Mavericks. RJ has potential to be a star. He has it. He isn't uh, one of those clear-cut top guys in this draft. But just looking at him, he has the potential. He has, to me, his straight-line speed getting to the rack is very special. How he moves and transition is very special. Uh, Not going to say he is the next Russell Westbrook, but he does have some Westbrook-y ways to his game, um, to how he moves and operates on the court. And I would like to see him go to Dallas because we saw Westbrook grow into an MVP player and he was they, they the Thunder pushed him to play point guard and that's what he ended up playing. But I think we saw the best version of Russell Westbrook this past season in Houston before the quad injury when he was playing off ball of James Harden a lot and we saw how efficient he was. I think RJ can do the same similar type of deal. The best setting for him to go straight out of, um, you know, going straight to the league is to be that secondary playmaker. And I think he will be a great compliment to Luca. Luca's game is very similar to James Harden and how they operate in isolation in the pick and roll and how the offenses are centered around them. I think RJ could be that perfect athletic off ball guy that can get easy reads, easy looks, and just let his natural athleticism flourish playing off of Luka. So I would love to see RJ Hampton go to Dallas at 18. I think if they do this, they they knock this pick out the park. Um, 19, I have Brooklyn Nets taking Josh Green. You have KD and Kyrie coming off an injury. You have guys like Spencer Dinwiddie and Karis LeVert at the moment who can also create, get shots, get buckets. So you need somebody to come in and defend. And Josh Green brings athleticism and defense to the table. Would be a good fit, a good pick for Brooklyn at this point. Someone else to be on the lookout for is Robert Woodard, another player like that that come, come in, play defense, doesn't need the ball in his hands to be effective and bring that ruggedness to Brooklyn. Uh, another dog to throw out there in the playoff game, in a fight. So... I have Josh Green going pick 19. Pick 20, another match made in heaven, Malachi Flynn to the Miami Heat. Um, I mean, the San Diego State product is a very nice guard. Can very, very tough, works hard, a battler, a scrapper, get his shot, can, can bring some... He's not Dragic, but can bring some type of things that Dragic can do to that point guard position for the Heat. I think the Heat, as we've seen with their player development, will get the very best out of Malachi Flynn. And I think Flynn, he, based off the player he is and what I've seen from him, he looks like somebody that would love to play for the Heat. Like that's that's the fit, that's the team for him. And I'm not sure how sold the Miami Heat are on Kendrick Nunn. I think he had a good rookie season, but. To me, I, I also kind of think that they might want to continue to add to that spot. I don't, I don't think they're just sold on none. So why not go Malachi Flynn right here? I think that's probably a, a very likely pick. So I have Flynn going to the Heat. 21 Grant Riller. 
Charleston guard, an, another guy that's just a straight up bucket can get his shot, his own shot, um, can work out of the pick and roll and gets buckets. We'll have to improve on defense, but you know, we see the Sixers need somebody else that can can get buckets out of the pick and roll and be a threat to score and pull up and hit shots out of the pick and roll, uh, pull up and hit three pointers because that's not what Ben Simmons does. So they need that. So the pick right here, I think, could very well be Grant Riller. Could also be a Tyrell Terry. Um, there, there's other other guards who it could be at this point, but I think it's going to be Riller, and he would be another very good fit. And Philadelphia would be a good pick. Someone I'm, I'm I like a lot. There's a lot of guards in this draft, so it's almost really a preference thing for these teams and what they think will be the best fit for what they want to do and how they run their system. So I, um, I got Riller going here. 22, Tyler Bay out of Colorado. Explosive, athletic forward, rebound, do all the dirty type of work. Um, we'll see if Denver brings back Paul Millsaps. If they're able to re-sign Jeremy Grant. But they're not planning on bringing both of these guys back. But want to continue to run the type of basketball that they've they've started to run and the system they have in place. Tyler Bay would be a very nice fit for what they do in uh, in Denver. Very very athletic guy, hard worker. Can has worked on his spot of three point shot. Um, has has touches traces of hints of Sean Marion. In his game, with how you know bouncy and, and the the instincts when it comes to to rebounding and, and very quick twitchy type of movements, um, so I, I think he'd be a great fit in Denver. It's it's all about the fits. That's what it is with these guys. Um, the separation of talent in the the fifteen through 35, 40, 45 range is very marginal. It's it's just all a matter of what teams will prefer and what they won't. So I think this would be another good fit for Denver. 23, Leandro Balmero, uh, guard out of Argentina. I think Balmero, he plays um and he plays for Barcelona. Plays for um, Barcelona overseas. I think Balmero would be a very good fit for Utah. He might not come. He might be a drafting stash type player. He's someone that the Celtics also might be looking out for because the Celtics have three first round picks. So wouldn't surprise me they do a, a drafting stash type of deal as well because they can't bring. I don't expect all three players. I don't expect the Celtics to keep all three picks, and their roster spot is limited when it comes to adding people. So, but with Utah, Balmero is a, a very crafty. He got some whips, man. He's very crafty at creating. Um, his shot has to continue to improve. He, that, that's going to be key in his success, his his shot. But very, very energetic. Brings a lot of energy, a lot of, a lot of sizzle, razzle-dazzle in his play on offense when it comes to his handle, getting to the rack, the crafty finishes, the creating for others. Someone that 
honestly, you know, we see Joe Ingles on the decline, someone that I see them implementing in a way like Joe Ingles. So I think this is a very Utah jazzy pick to take Balmero and eventually, you know, bring him in to be their next Joe Ingles because Joe has a little bit of that flavor in his game as well, you know. Joe and Joe gonna talk that noise till he gonna let you know he busting your ass. So uh, I can see them. I can definitely see them taking Balmero. Then pick twenty four. I have the Bucks taking Tyrell Terry, guard out of Stanford, one of my favorite players in this draft. Extremely high on Terry. I think this is a, a big time steal that the Bucks will be getting at this point in this draft. Terry is someone that can run point guard spot, but also has a lot of unlocked abilities that haven't been unleashed when it comes to playing off ball. I think, you know, you put him off ball with Giannis and Middleton and add another shooter, consistent, good shooter to that court, to their team. Cause you know, they couldn't depend on Bledsoe shooting. Connaughton struggled in the playoffs. Guys like that. You bring a consistent shooter to ease the load. Someone who the defenses always have to keep an eye on because if you give, if you leave Terry open, it's a bucket. Leave him open for three, he's knocking it down. And he can shoot in many different ways. Catch and shoot, he's great. Transition, bring the ball up court, he can pull it. Pick and roll is great. Coming off down screens, there's a lot of things that you could do with him. And playing him off ball of Giannis is only going to magnify his capabilities of shooting. And then, you know, you run pick and roll with Terry and Giannis, that can be nice too. He's a, he's ran a, a lot of pick and roll with Coach Haas in Stanford. So, and that's where he's been great at getting his creating his own shot at when it comes to in the pick and roll. He has to improve in isolation. And also, I think it would be a good fit for Terry just for the simple fact though he's undersized. He's not going he's not going to be a lockdown defender. He's an undersized guard who has added weight. He's going to be in the right place. He's going to suffer a lot of Steph Curry syndrome where he's playing good defense, but size is going to be the determining factor if somebody's going to get the bucket or not. But in the Bucks system, they have a great defensive system. So he's going to be put in a place where his flaws won't be magnified. They will be lessened and, and compensated. So I think the Bucks are a great situation for Terry. He's a great pick for them. 25, Jaden McDaniels, I have him going to OKC. Why not? Take a swing for the fences. I think OKC, we've seen them prove to develop some guys. They they develop the Westbrooks, the, the KDs, the Hardens. And I think McDaniels will be a another player that I can see them being very intrigued by. They love those, those long, lanky kind of players who don't have jump shots. Uh, Jaden... Doesn't have his shot just there yet, but he's a great talent. Very Brandon Ingram light. Isn't on the level Ingram was at Duke, but very Brandon Brandon Ingram light. Excuse me. Um, so I think he'd be a good a good prospect for the Thunder to take. Then pick twenty six. I have Desmond Bain going to the Celtics. Bain is another guy who just He's a very good player, man. He can play on any system. You go to any team, he's going to have a role of instant impact. And the Celtics can get him. I mean, it's just another shooter they can add to the mix. If uh, Gordon Hayward is struggling with this shot and it isn't much of a factor on the court, you throw Bain out there, Bain's going to shoot. 
Bain has a little bit of playmaking abilities when it comes to, of course, he can catch it, hard drive, and and attack the closeout, make the right read. But Bain out there with Brown and Tatum and Kemba, I mean, you know, it's just it's just another sniper. It's just that court's gonna be super. The space is gonna be beautiful. That that would be a nice pick. It wouldn't be fair if the Celtics get him. But Bain's just gonna be a great player for anybody. I can see him. He could be somebody that the Celtics use instantly, like just straight, straight up with an impact player. Now could be throwing the, the playoff rotation. So I think that'd be a great pick for them. Twenty-seven. I have Zeke Naji, forward center out of Arizona. My favorite Arizona player. Just a great, great energy guy, but also very skilled. Um, very skilled. Can can rebound. He's continued to improve and extend his shot. Didn't shoot many threes this year, but he's working on, in the gym on his shot. The form looks very good. Very smart, high IQ player. Good hands, good defensive instincts. Just a winning player. And for the Knicks, I know you have Fords. I already had you taken Obi Toppin earlier in the draft, but you just need to get good winning players. You're trying to sustain and build for the future. I don't think you're keeping... You're keeping your Randalls or your your Portises for long, so just get you some good guys. And I think Najee is, is just going is a very good, smart player. So add him along to the mix and keep on. There's plenty of guards in this draft. You have an early second, maybe attack the guard spot there. But I, I wouldn't want to pass up on Najee if I'm anybody. He's somebody that's going to be able to have a play minutes now. So. Pick 28, have Jamias Ramsey, Texas Tech guard, going to the Lakers. Again, um, he can play that Avery Bradley type role. He has good athleticism, has good, you know, can play defense. It's a matter of do you believe in his shot? Was a really good shooter this year. A lot of people didn't see the shooting coming this season, and he shot like 40% from three for Tech. Was was knocked down. Um, a good athlete really fits the mold of like that two-way guard, that Danny Green, Avery Bradley type of guard. And I know uh, that's what you need. You know, you're not really looking for creators or, or big-time scorers at this point for the Lakers. You have your LeBron and Anthony Davis. You're just looking for guys to come in and fill that role and continue to try to win another chip, to be a piece to win another chip. I think Jemias could fit that role for the Lakers. He fits what they need. It's all about fit and need. Um, pick 29, Toronto. I have them taking Jalen Smith. Another steal, I believe. I'm very high on Jalen Smith, center out of Maryland. Just a, just your modern-day center, man. Can rebound, can stretch the floor and shoot threes, can dribble. It's very switchable on defense. Paint protector. I mean, you know, he's... Reminds me of like a kind of a more fluid Miles Turner. I, I really like Jalen Smith. I really like him. And I think if he goes to Toronto, Toronto needs him as well. Marcus Saul isn't coming back. Probably um, Serge Ibaka is probably not going to be coming back. You're going to need another big. You have uh, Boucher, uh, Chris Boucher from Oregon. Um, but you, you need another big guy. And I think 
<laughs> I think he gets in that development system with Toronto, and the sky's the limit for, for Jalen Smith. Then pick 30, Celtics again. I haven't taken Xavier Tillman from Michigan State. He he is he has Celtics big man written all over him. Super smart, high IQ, big. Not very athletic, undersized. And you know, we know the Celtics love their undersized um, bigs. Grant Williams, guys like that, but He's someone that can definitely come in and have an impact. Um, not much of a rim protector, but his his IQ is so high. His defensive instincts are very high. He puts himself in position to still defend well without having the size and length of being a great rim protector. Um, and it's very Draymond Green, like when it comes to the passing abilities out of that, out of that roll man spot, um, making decisions out on once he gets the ball on the roll, whether it's finishing or making the right read. I really, I like him a lot. I like Tillman. He's going to be a guy who sticks around the NBA for a while. So I think this would be, this is a Celtics pick. If they're, if he's there and they have this pick, I can see them taking him. Um, definitely. So that's my first, that's my, uh, the rest of my mock draft, the rest of my first round. Hope you guys enjoy. Um, coming up. We'll have in the next couple episodes got some really good guests coming on. I, I can't wait. Oh, uh, it's gonna it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. We're gearing we're gearing up. We getting ready for the draft, bro. I'm, ah, it's almost time, man. My bad. I got a little bit right there. I turned up a little too much. But yeah, man, it's almost time for the draft. I'm super excited. It's gonna be fun. I got some couple things cooking up. I'm probably gonna go live. But I might, I don't think I'll be doing my own draft show. I, I'm going live at location, possibly with the prospect. Uh, we'll, you know, say so I'm gonna keep you on the loop on that. But it, it's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be fun. Uh, definitely gonna do some draft grades afterwards. Uh, do some recaps, favorite picks of the draft type of deal. Um, and then turn around. It's off season. Before you know it, man, the season's starting. It, we we right there. We are right there. So I hope you guys enjoy. Please be sure to share, like, subscribe, continue, you know, continue running it up. I appreciate all my listeners. I thank all of you guys. Thank you for all the support. Um, recently now, man, I, I'm joining the, the Off the Ball Network. Love, you know, appreciate those guys bringing me on, man. We, we, really trying to grow this thing um got some great work coming up with those guys as well i'm gonna keep you on the loop with that so man it's it's a beautiful thing man it's, it's a great time i really appreciate the growth and all the people i've been connecting and meeting and everything how how this thing is growing uh, i really appreciate the love and support we're just gonna keep on working and grinding and making the do what to do man so hope you guys enjoyed today's episode i appreciate it i love y'all and we're going to get back at it again later on this week. So be sure to be on the lookout for the next episode. This has been another episode of Check Up with Chris Bolton. Holla at you.